Tanya for the 29th of Nisan, but first the story. The Rebbe said at a Fabrengen, the Lubavitcher Rebbe said at a Fabrengen, in the name of his father-in-law, a story about the Rebbe's father-in-law's grandfather, the Rebbe Maharash. The Rebbe Maharash was once traveling, and he came to the city of Dvinsk. And in the city of Dvinsk, it's a touch of an uncomfortable topic, but there were there was a, a, a group of people that didn't hold of the Rebbe Maharash. They, they weren't... They weren't so keen on the Rebbe Marash, and they heard the Rebbe Marash was coming into town, and so they decided they want to make problems. And so the the this group of people, um, they 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 came to the train station when the Rebbe Marash was 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 arriving, and they started to make they started to make it a very unpleasant situation, and. The, the crowd, there was a big crowd of people all that came to make it uncomfortable for the Rebbe Marash. And the pressure of the crowd was so great that the, the Rebbe Marash, that windows and doors had to be broken so the Rebbe Marash could get out. Now, of course, the second that windows and doors were broken, there was a, uh, an army officer and he was livid. At the same time, he didn't really know how to handle the situation. So he went to his, his higher officer and he asked him what to do. And he said, listen, if someone is so, if someone's there and they're, they're, they're the reason of the, because of the chaos, arrest them. So this officer comes marching up and he shouts out, who's the Rebbe over here? So of course, he came to the Rebbe Marash. And the Rebbe Marash took out a paper from his pocket. And this man was feeling very arrogant and very sure of himself. And the Rebbe Marash pulled out a, uh, a letter from his, po- from his pocket. And he showed it to the police officer. And the second the police officer started understanding what the paper said, his face went pale. It was a letter in the name of the Tsar saying that whoever holds this paper, you're to listen to whatever they say. And whether, you know, uh, all police and all... Everyone has to listen in the name of the Tsar to this person. And now the Rebbe Marash turned to this, this officer and said, I'd like to see your identification in your papers. At this point, this, the officer was begging literally for his life. He understood exactly what this meant. And the higher officer also showed up. And when he realized what type of paper the Rebbe Marash had, he became terrified as well. And they were both begging the Rebbe Marash. The end of the story is they accompanied the Rebbe Marash wherever the Rebbe Marash wanted to go. And they were, they were absolutely... They were, they were so apologetic for the inconvenience that they called the, caused the Rebbe Marash, not realizing at all who he was. The Tanya so far is talking of fear. And we, we dealt with the lower level of fear. We're going, to touch it up, we're going to continue to touch upon it a little and then move on from there. And the, the Altar Rebbe is explaining that the fear that a person is trying to uh, uh, accomplish right now, and this is what the, today's session is going to kind of hinge upon, is a fear that correlates to oneself. You think about how Hashem is looking at who? At you. Oh, that's why you're fearful. You think about how much greater Hashem is than you. Again, that, that's, that's within the spectrum of the person, that's the type of fear. And again, that's enough. Yes, it might have a deficiency, as we're going to explain, but that's enough for a person to do Torah and mitzvahs, keep away from evil, and do positivity, and lead a successful life of Abene throughout his life. But of course, there's more than that. Chapter 43. On this lower level of fear, In Pekah Avis, it talks about um, fear and wisdom and, it, and very interesting it says it repeats twice in opposite order it says if there's no fear there's no wisdom and if there's no wisdom there's no fear and seemingly just it sounds like well you need to have fear and wisdom together and it's not enough to have both but the Mishnah would have said it that way 
It doesn't say like that. It says that there's no fear, there's no wisdom, there's no wisdom, there's no fear. And the Altrabba learns, we're talking about different fears and different wisdoms. The lower level, there's no fear. There's no wisdom. If you want to have the basics of wisdom, you need to have that fear first. But then the next level, it's the wisdom that comes first. It's the Chachma, as we're going to mention in a bit, that brings to the Yerah. Now, in the lower level of fear, there's a expanded and there's a minimized version of um, of fear. You know, even in the lower level, there's a minimized and there's an expanded. The Okay, we'll explain what is going on. The expanded form of fear is when a person appreciates God's greatness, but not in like the micro, you know, Hashem looking at him every single moment, but thinking about how much great, how, how much greatness Hashem has. Or for example, the fact that Hashem feels all the worlds, and you think about the greatness of the worlds, and you think, well, how big is the world? How much is Hashem feeling? And you say, wait a second, that from each world, there's, there's a traveling time of 500 years. Whatever the 500 years mean, it doesn't mean it in a, as, as I understand, it doesn't mean it in a, in a literal 500 light, light years. We're not, that's not what, 500 years is, 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 a, is an expression of sorts. It's not, but the point is, if a person thinks, okay, at least 500 light years, which is, it's, it's arguably a lot, lot more than that. We're not, we're not talking about physical constraints in the typical terms. But a person thinks about the greatness of God and how expansive and largest world is and yet in spite of that God feels the entire world you start to create this fear and yes it's still the lower level of fear but at the same time a more expanded variation of that fear and then you think about the higher worlds and the the evolvement of the world and the the how large and, and massive and the magnitude of it all and Hashem's created it all and Hashem feels it all and Hashem is it and it is it is Hashem it's it's something that makes a person extremely Humbled, not in the humble that we'll get to in a moment, but it just makes a person think, "Whoa, Hashem is so great," and that makes a person appreciate God. That's the more expanded version. Even though he's like, "Oh, that's that's pretty. That sounds like a pretty um, great place for a person to have his year or his fear." Nonetheless, now you might say, well, wait a second, that sounds very, that doesn't sound like a low level of fear, that sounds like a higher level of fear. A person is thinking about the greatness of God, he's really meditating, he's thinking about how powerful and large and massive the world is, and Hashem feels it all, and from that thought of how great God is, he starts to come and starts to have a feeling of, of fear, well, that should be quite an elevated um, place for a person to be, and the altar says no. It's elevated, and a person can very successfully use it as an entryway to have a very successful life in doing Tariq Mitzvah. That's what, we mean, that's what we mean by successful. Nonetheless, it's only the, lo- the lower level of fear. Why? Because it's a level of fear that's coming from himself. It's like, well, compared to me, the world is... And, and that, level of, that level of fear is always the lower level of fear. It's not based on... On, on Hashem's true greatness, it's based on the, the, his connection to Hashem. 
And again, says so Alzheimer's, don't, when, we're not beating down on it, we're just trying to understand the levels. The Alzheimer's says, don't, well, don't say, well, this is the, this is where I'm holding, this is the type of fear that I have before Dominic. I think about the greatness of God and I, I feel this, you know, this, this smallness and I'm like, okay, now I'm actually fearful of God. God is truly great. I let me start Dominic. Says so Alzheimer's, that's beautiful and that's wonderful, wonderful. Keep doing it. But it's still the lower level of fear. Achayira ila. The higher level of fear, now we're dealing with, is Yerabayshas, it comes from a sense of shame. Now, not in the traditional sense of shame. People use the word shame so freely. That's not what we're talking about. What, what does it mean? The Yerapanimius, an inward fear, an inward fear, is coming from the fact of God within the worlds. What does this mean? It comes from wisdom. But not just regular wisdom. We've touched upon the, this type of wisdom a, a few times now, Natanya. And again, this type of wisdom, Chachma, is what the entire, you know, like the 19 to 25 chapters is entirely predicated on understanding what this Chachma is. Chachma isn't just regular wisdom, understanding things. Like, let's, let's for example, say in, in the lower level of fear. Chachma is humility. It's this, it's this flash of inspiration um, and this knowledge, that's what Chachma is, Koyachma, the power of what, you're not, you're not even sure what it is, because it isn't, it isn't defined, it has no parameters yet, it binos when it has parameters, but in Chachma it's already, it's too fine, it's too, let's call it in the Yiddish word, too able to, to have any form of definition. And where Chachma comes from, it comes from nothingness. When a person has this, this um, fear of, of, of this fear of embarrassment it's just it's a feeling of non-existence imagine for example a person comes into a into a room and in, in the room is standing a person with a very long sword and a very menacing face a person will feel extreme fear towards this person but it's not really the person himself it's the damage the person could do it's the sword it's the grimace it's the anger that the person's betraying but if a person comes to someone else, let's say, for example, they're a violinist, and they're an accomplished violinist, and then they're standing next to Yasha Haifas, the greatest violinist of all time, the, the, the feeling they have, the lack of movement, you know, the, the panic, and it's not coming from, you know, the, the something that, that the person says, and again, this is not a, it's not a perfect analogy, but it at least explains it to a degree. It's not coming from the, the, the panic, what the person could do to them, about how much more strong that person is than them. It's just this, this ultimate feeling of, of inadequacy. Better than a violin, and I'll start off with that example, but even better would be an example of a person in front of a king. It's not about what the king could do to you if we're talking about a real king, an accomplished king, someone who really deserves to be king. It's just you're standing in front of a king. This king is just so much greater than you. It's not, that, it's not a competition. You're just entirely inadequate. That feeling is zero. The higher level of Yira. Who is a wise man? A person that literally understands what's going to happen. He looks ahead and he says, Oh, you know what? Let me invest in this stuff because this is, you know, this company is about to go bankrupt and that company is going to do really well. That's what a wise man, he understands the future based on, based on, um, you know, um, wisdom. But says the Alter Rebbe, who's a wise man a person who sees which is born which has been created he understands where the world comes from that's a wise man that's a truly a chachma type of person he realizes that Hashem created the world with his mouth and this world is an extension of godliness he looks at this world and unlike the, the, the lower level fear where he just looks at the contrast in this case he's He's looking at the world and appreciating how incredible, incredibly powerful the world is and Hashem is, 
and Hashem's Chachma is, and by an extension, how inadequate He is. Okay, and a person will look at at the world and realize that the world that he's seeing is entirely nullified to God. It's nothing. It's not an illusion, but it's it's absolutely minuscule in comparison. And it's entirely, more importantly, nullified completely to God. Like, for example, when a person looks at a sun ray, but then looks at the sun ray as it is in the sun and says, well, you know, let me identify, you know, eight minutes and 20 seconds or so, whatever, before the sun came and actually in the sun itself, what type of identification does the sun ray have before it's left the sun? And the answer is none. But of course it does have something because it came eight minutes and changed later down to this world. But in the sun itself, it's entirely nullified. So you have this this really interesting dichotomy where you have an existence of something, but entirely nullified. Absolutely nullified. That's the sun ray before it's left the sun, while it's still inside the sun. A person shouldn't take himself out of the And a person should realize that he himself has the same experience. He himself is entirely lost and nullified within godliness. God is creating him and creating his soul and creating his spirit and creating every part of this world and he is absolutely nullified within godliness. And I'll try to give another example earlier on in the Tanya and that was the, the if you want to understand what nullification looks like, speech, a, a, an action within speech, within thought, within emotions, within intel- intelligence, as we spoke about earlier in 21 and 22, the, the, the vast sheer nullification that occurs from one level to the next level, level of those five um, steps, that's the type of existence this world has. And a person starts to reflect upon that, the, the, inadequ- the fear of inadequacy it, it, it penetrates a person in a really deep way. That's a higher level of fear. And this is what it, this is what the pasuk says: "Hein yes Hashemi Chachma." That the fear of God it is wisdom. Eoy was talking about the higher level of fear. He says, "You want to understand what the higher level of fear is? It's Chachma. That's what Chachma is. Nullification. That is that is how it represents itself." Ach e efshel hasag liyir of Chachma zu el bekima teira mitzvahs aidei yir the tach kitzonis v'jesh amim ein yir ein Chachma. Now, if a person wants to re- reach that level, it, it, it is a progression. You can't just jump to the higher level of yira. You need to first have the lower level of of fear, the lower level of of yira, and a person will have then. To, um, accomplish Chachma, and the Chachma will bring the person to the higher level of year, the higher level of nullification. When the person starts to meditate and brainstorm about the fact that he himself is entirely inadequate in, the, in, in front of God. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Tanya Salonim Shosh Hashanah Vayav Chadim Rishon Lorenet Salam Chazak Chazak Tzefunul Dunel Kamenyan Fushlam Vermon Chabad Shpesi Esteb Tzabin Shabbat Zorak Elchavim Shpachim Shabbat Zorak Elchavim Shabbat Zorak Elchavim Shabbat Zorak Elchavim Sh